0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 27 of the Babes Talking Business Podcast. Today, you've got Lozzy and myself, Shan, talking a little bit about time management and boundaries. And we talk a lot about our personal experiences, obviously, starting our businesses up while we were still working full-time. Loz was in child protection working with the government and I was a full-time anaesthetic assistant. And our businesses really did start off as little hobbies and passion projects to create extra income streams and slowly over the years they have turned into our plan A and we have retired from our careers. And so amongst that comes a lot of wisdom, a lot of trial and error in regards to time management and setting up boundaries. So we really talk in depth about that today. And for those of you who are business owners, potentially you do a business part-time or full-time, or maybe you're in the startup phase where it is just a passion project, you are going to absolutely love this episode. We really talk about just juggling business, passion projects, maybe clients, family, social life, your own personal health, and really getting you familiar with the term called white space and how to add that into your calendar to majorly improve your anxiety that can come with rushing and always feeling like your to-do list is never ending. I also talk about with Lozzy, hedonistic lists and it's something that I've implemented into my life and Loz has implemented into hers and it's just really about consciously ticking them off your list daily to help you enjoy what you're doing. Um, We also talk about having awareness around your relationship with social media? Are you addicted to it? Have a listen to this episode. I'm hoping that it serves you immensely. I know that I wish I could have heard something like this when I first started out. I know Logs as well, which is why we decided to do a podcast around this topic. So make sure you follow us on Instagram for your daily dose of business inspiration over at Babes Talking Business, where we also do a shout out of the week every week. Leave us a review on iTunes and let us know what you think about this episode. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can shout you out and share you with our tribe. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com where we have loads of information about upcoming events that we have happening around the year. So, without further ado, time management and boundaries with Loz and Shan. All right, we're recording babe no worries oh my god our first podcast were you back
1: in, in the, the country in the same
0: room <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> and although you can't see it we have a really beautiful view there is some really nice the sun isn't out but there's a nice beach there's waves rolling there's sand we were going to record out in the balcony but we thought it'd be really irritating for you guys who so we were listening in the car we've just seen like shh <laughs>
0: Irritating or relaxing? You let us know. We'll do the next one outside. I don't know. I think the waves would sound nice for us, but for everyone else, they're like, what is that in the background? So we've locked ourselves in the house and shunned Maddie outside. Uh, But we are so excited about this episode because we want to talk about time and boundaries around time. Um, I think, like, for me, with my journey with business – At the beginning, I didn't really have boundaries. I didn't really know about them. And I always wondered, like, how do so many people, like, there were people I looked up to and they were so, what I thought, busy. I hate Mm -hmm. that word, but let's use it. Yeah. Really busy people who had a lot of things going on. And I'd always wonder, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you write a book? How do you run a business? How do you do your social media? How do you do your emails? How do you do your, like, family life and friend life and look after yourself? how so I really want this episode to be around that because I know I thought that a few years back when I first started
1: yeah I think it's definitely something I've learned the importance of working in an industry where we are all about people and we give a lot I think I've learned to prioritize my time and to have boundaries so you do fill up your cup, so you're in. You're able to pour into others because otherwise, you get burnt out really easy. Mm. Um, definitely something I learned even before working in the profession that we're in. When I was working in child protection, um, so it's definitely something I've learned. When you do well, it is. Yes. it's an, it's something worthwhile learning how to do well because it helps you have that stamina
0: to keep doing and keep going and making the impact you want in the world. Totally, yeah. Like I used to run myself into the ground and when I look back on how I used to like run my life oh my gosh I would just like not put my health first I'd skip out on the gym because I felt like I was rushing and had so much to do and you know I would especially like in our industry we talk to a lot of people all day every day so I'd let my schedule be open till like 10 p.m at night and especially with the time zones and having you know clients in different parts of the world yeah. And yeah, that was not sustainable. <laughs> no.
1: and I think sometimes if you are honest, I don't know, when I look back on my journey, when I started my business, I wasn't. I didn't have the boundaries I had now, but I, def, I definitely still had things that I was doing to help me with my time management. Like I didn't have the luxury of my passion project being my 9 to 5. So I did have a lot of things I had to squish in the time that I had, but I still was able to do all that well because I still did have certain pockets of time in the day where I was doing certain things. Mm. I know that's something we try to teach our girls, to do who are still juggling full-time jobs with how they can still
0: build their business
1: in power hours or in an yeah. hour a day and still have self-care and still be a good mom and friend. And Yeah. It, you Definitely, I know it sounds cliche, but I definitely do believe you can do it all and be it all, but it comes down to having some good boundaries and time management.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know, like, I've got some notes here because I was just reflecting on how I used to feel. And I'd feel like, you know, I was always in a rush. I was anxious. I was stressed out. I felt like I was always hustling. I was so busy. And I am notoriously known for running late all the time.
1: You've got better, though, the last, like, 12 months. that You had a conscious effort. Well, before you travelled. Yeah. I noticed it, that change. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, but the thing was I was always rushing and, and I was late because I was trying to fit so much in. I'd be like, oh, one more email or oh my gosh, I just got to get back to this person, or oh my gosh, I just need to edit this, or you know, and then so I'd compromise my travel time to do something else, and what it all comes down to, I think, is self-care, like how much do you care about yourself, and even self-worth as well, you know like stress, and running late, and your time, and all that, a lot of people are like, how does self-worth have anything to do with that, but what I've learned is that if you don't prioritize yourself and your self-love and your self-care then and you put everyone else before you, then, of course, you're going to feel you know, totally stressed out. Your adrenals are in overdrive. Your cortisol levels are through the roof, which doesn't make us healthy. It actually makes us sick. It suppresses our immune system. We're in fight or flight. We're in that survival mode. I call it the red zone where you're just like, ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think too when I, when I think back on, because it is a journey think You don't know what you don't know. and I think it's all mm-hmm. about learning what works for you. But when I definitely can recall one of those feelings, and I think something I did when I used to work full time and then try to build my business up on the side is first thing I do in the morning is pick up my phone,
0: mm. and
1: I would be replying to inboxes, people in my inbox, and. Then that would throw me out, then I wouldn't go for my morning walk, and then I felt really rushed to be running late for work, and then Mm. it was just like a it just triggered the whole morning, just didn't go as well. I didn't feel in flow, I didn't feel aligned, and just felt the whole day felt rushed from that get-go. And I think my somebody I don't know who says it, but they talk about your inbox is just pretty much people's demands of you. Like
0: (laughs) who uh Gary V. Yeah, what does he talk about?
1: It's like an organized
0: a, someone else's agenda, an yeah. organized inbox of was agendas of what yeah. they need
1: from you. And so, the first thing, if you get up the first thing in the morning, you that your inbox, you're just making, you're just there to help everyone else. And so rather yeah. than having that time, which I know we're really passionate about, and Babes in Business teach people about, um how everyone's book, The Miracle Morning, mm. of what's your agenda, what's your mission, like having mm. that time in the morning to realign with your intention for the day before mm. you become not a slave, it's probably not the right word, but you're just there to serve everybody else and you kind of get lost in everybody else's agendas
0: yeah yeah actually it's jim quick who says yeah. that jim quick not gary b i've been reading way too much of gary He's <laughs> just front of mine right now um but yeah i agree and i think as well like one of the best things i ever did for myself was turned all my notifications off so um like us personally, the way that we run our businesses is we're lucky enough to run our business on the Facebook platform, which is awesome because it's free and you've got Facebook groups. But with that comes Facebook Messenger. (laughs) And prior to being in business, like when I was a nurse, Facebook was fun. Like it was a social thing and I'd go on to create people and like see what everyone's up to, check out photos. And now Facebook is like business, business, is work, it's you know, I'm there to talk to clients or talk to potential people who want to join the team or, you know. So all of a sudden Facebook became like work and so I turned my notifications off. I don't get Facebook Messenger alerts or notifications that people have commented on something. And with that I constructed some time boundaries around when well, when do I go online? Because online is work for me now. Social media is work. It's not like... (laughs) It's not sitting there in the scroll hole. Although
1: sometimes that is fun, but... As much as people think that us working on social media are just sitting there scrolling all day, it's not. It's not. Actually, it's so funny. I some people saying like, "Oh, did I miss something?" They'll ask me, "Did you see that post?" I'm so like, "No." I'm like, "Don't you work on social media?" I'm like, "You don't understand. I'm not in there scrolling and looking at everyone's feed. I'm working." But yeah, yeah. I
0: know. I always get people who will message me at like, I don't know, really late at night, and I'll be like, "I'm so sorry. I know it's late." And I'm like, girl, I didn't. Want to have my notifications on. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think like we could all start there. We could turn our email notifications off. We could. Um, I'm really naughty with this. Like people hate that I do this, but I turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. All it's on 24 seven. It's funny because mostly girls in our business have done that, and when I
1: actually want them outside of business, I keep calling them because I want to talk to them, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, my phone was on Do Not Disturb." But what if I want to talk? Do you not business really? <laughs> But I think, yeah, Do Not Disturb is a good one. Turning notifications off. Mm-hmm. Um, no one needs to see them. No. And just having good boundaries. I remember it was something I probably only put into place maybe 18 months ago, but I think it served me so well as I have a time where I pick up my phone, like and where I put my phone down. So mm. I'm not allowed to look at my – well, I don't pick up my phone usually until 7 a.m. anyway, and then I make sure it's down by 7 p.m. usually unless mm-hmm. I have like a, a team training or something on that night. Yeah. Um, but then I put it in a separate room because yes. I, don't, I don't trust myself with discipline. Because yes. I think mm-hmm. most of us when we're bored, we just pick up the phone and we just start scrolling. So I don't even want that temptation. So I usually put it in the study and I close the door and then I don't see it or hear from it again until my alarm goes off at 5.30 yeah. the next morning in the other room. And that means there's also another little hack because you've got to get up out of bed to, to turn tell. it off so you can't snooze it yeah. that. But I think that was something that really helped because I'm having some good boundaries with my phone. So I, yeah. I did wake up in the morning and... Did like my mission statement, or did the meditation, or went to the gym, or went for a walk, or just was present
0: mm. rather than being bombarded of other people's what they needed from me. Yeah, actually, I was talking to one of my girlfriends, Soph, who recently went to Sri Lanka, and she, I was like, babe, make sure you're in Sri Lanka when you're in Sri Lanka. Don't be in your inbox. Don't be at work. Like switch off, actually be on holiday. And she was like, oh, I'm going to delete my Instagram and Facebook app just while I'm there so I can be present. I was like, amazing idea. And when she came back, she was saying, you just reminded me of this because you were like, you know, I don't trust myself, but I honestly think it's subconscious habit for us to just like, oh, I'm bored. I'm just going to open my phone and go to Instagram, or I'm just going to open my phone and go to Facebook. And so what she found was she would be just sitting there like chilling and automatic like it was just an automatic response she wasn't even thinking of it she'd go to open Facebook but she'd be like oh my god I've deleted the app like yeah. I can't and she came back and was like I realized how addicted I am to the notifications and to the likes and to the follows and to that she was like whoa like it was such an eye-opening experience for her because now she's so much more mindful which mm. is great
1: yeah for sure I think we are really we talk about having addiction to drugs or addiction to sex or people have unhealthy to sugar Mm. and technologies and it is another addiction. So I think it's really important to be mindful and maybe have some awareness. If you don't, maybe use this podcast as an opportunity to reflect on Mm. what is your relationship with like with social media and are you using it or is it using you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And well, I mean, I've read um, research papers that show like there's scientific proof to show that our brain releases dopamine when we see notifications and when yeah. we see it, even a text message. And that's why, you know, you will be driving and you'll see someone scrolling on their phone while they're driving. Cause it's that dopamine hit. It's like having a hit of sugar or heroin or, you know, yeah. I know it sounds like really out there, but that's what's happening inside of us. So yeah, being mindful with that, um,
1: What are some other things I know we were talking about before as a lot of people maybe look from the outside in, they're like, how are you guys doing it all? You've got your own businesses, you've got your Mm. own blog, you've obviously just come back from traveling the world and still had a successful business in the process. Maybe what are some strategies we can share from people who are wondering how they do it all?
0: Mm. I am such a fan of white in my calendar well first of all I'm a, I'm a big fan of a calendar um, I speak to so many women who don't run with a calendar and um, when I say calendar I mean like you know if you're a paper girl maybe it's a paper calendar or if it's digital I love using iCal actually I use both I use iCal and I use a paper calendar but um I use them for both two different reasons but I love having white space. So I never put myself like back to back, um, like for my, with my scheduler, when people book in times, there's always a 30-minute buffer after a call is booked and no one can book in a call in that 30-minute time block. Um, even like on my calendar, like my iCal when I'm putting things in there, if I'm seeing too many things like back to back, I'm moving things around. Like I'll move, I'll call someone and say, Hey look, I'm really sorry we've got an appointment at X day on X time and I really need to move you and I do that for my sanity. Like I need that white space. I need a chill. I need time to eat. I need time to pee. I need time to drink water. Like Yeah. That's important to me.
1: Yeah. And then that's so and having having the hours that you are available and we spoke about this before and having in regards to having boundaries. So my boundaries look a lot different now, now that this is my full-time job, is my business. So like, I only let myself available for calls at one to six o'clock at night, Monday to Friday. Friday. Oh, on Fridays, I finish early because <laughs> I want to. you can. I can. <laughs> um, I usually don't have any calls on a Friday. Um, and then that way I've got the morning for me to do what I want to do for my creative mm. projects um, or whatever I'm working on in the morning. But I know that hasn't always been like that. Like when I was working full-time, I still had time boundaries. And when I was working and building my business up, I still treated like my business like a like I was working for somebody else. I had that same loyalty. So I would have mapped out. Obviously, I'd go to work and work my nine-to-five. There was a commute in there. But I'd come home and most nights I had mapped out in my little calendar that six to eight o'clock was me working on my business. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. were my boundaries. Yeah. Like I didn't stay up after that. I'd, I'd still make sure I was having dinner being present with my partner, still going to bed early because I have to get up early. Um, so I think being really clear on the time that you have available, and I know we talk about like big rocks and small rocks, like working out what your priorities are and some, yeah. putting the big things like time with your partner and then obviously nine to five or like for us, our business, and if there's other projects that we're working on, whether we're talking at a conference, we've got to put something together or we're launching a program, putting all those big rocks in. And then prioritizing around that, where the other stuff, other stuff can still go, um, so you don't spread yourself too thinly. And sometimes you've got to say no. I think sometimes you have to say no you've as well. No. Like yeah. sometimes you you have to be selfish to be selfless. Yeah. You have to prioritize your self care and the values that do light you up, like mornings at the beach or time with your partner or time with the kids. Because if you don't have time for those things, you'll end up resenting the thing that
0: you're trying to build yeah absolutely I'm all about um my coach taught me this concept called hedonism and I love it and I think it's so important to put this in our diaries and calendars as well so hedonism like originally is you being like you know like lavish and when I think of the word hedonistic I think oh that person is like you know, loves luxury items and, you know, loves to indulge. But what he actually meant was create a list of your hedonistic items. These are things that you love, like things that fill your cup up. So for me, like I went and sat down and wrote a list of a 100 things that I love doing for me. So for me, it's like getting my nails done, getting a blow dry, getting a facial, going to watch a movie, having a walk on the beach, meditating, like so many different type of things you can do, right? And then he instructed me to then divide my hedonistic items in daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and seasonally. So, like, what, what, like, you know, getting your nails done, is probably something you would do, you know, every, I don't know, <laughs> I get them month, done every, like, three weeks. So, yeah. Let's say it's a monthly one, whereas walk on the beach, thats a that could be a daily one. Like, you could do that in a day. Um, so yeah dividing that and then he said have so much self-worth that you put your hedonistic items into your calendar first before anything else so kind of like that concept around when you get paid you pay yourself first and you save first before you pay your bills um which is a really awesome strategy taught by John Martini. I love it he my coach is kind of like, yes, well, you need to put your hedonistic items in first, and then having boundaries around them. So, like you said before, you have time boundaries around when you talk to people and, and you finish work. You know, if someone was to say to me, um, "Hey, like, I need to chat with you. I need to have an appointment with you. Can we do it at seven fifteen p.m.?" Well, my hedonistic item at chilling out on the couch with my husband is at times. So no, I actually can't do that call. And like you said before, having enough self worth to say, "I'm really sorry, but that's not going to work. Let's choose another time. Let's be flexible elsewhere." And I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, and especially if you're working in the same same space as us. Whether you're working in network marketing, professional, just work with people in general as a coach. Um, I know something that I did at the start, which didn't serve me, and honestly, I think it saved me so much of a headache now, is having your time boundaries than having a schedule up, where they mm. that, that's that's yet yeah, they yeah hours because I found myself so often somebody saying I can't do that time, can you do this time? And I just say yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like all hours a night, but now I just say yeah, I can't wait to catch up. Here's my schedule. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to catch up. So. My boundaries are already in there and they have to find a time. If they want my time, they'll find a time in there that I've already said I'm available and anything outside of that. I'm very, um, like we're talking about, we're very protective of our time. Mm -hmm. Um, So very rarely will you see me change much around. But um, I think that's a really, if you haven't done something like that, I always say this wrong, but what's the program that we use for our time? For our schedule. I think she always laughs at me.
0: Acuity. I think I
1: said equity. You, okay. say,
0: you say equity. Uh,
1: I say or something. Honestly, guys, you've probably picked up on all our podcasts. I have these little tweaks. So I just say things completely wrong.
0: But... Laserisms. That's what I call yeah. them. <laughs> Sorry, acuity.
1: Acuity. Ac- acuity. Acuity. But honestly, <laughs> that's probably one program that I... There's so many other obviously out there that you could use, but that's probably been my biggest time saver is just rather than going back and forth and trying to find time, just put your time boundary in there and then you're talking to potential clients or team. You can send them that so they can mm. move
0: that in directly. Well, I think like, I mean, I know the majority of the people listening to this podcast, they're goal, they're goal setters, they're go-getters, they're, you know, they're here to create movement. They're here to create ripples in the world and they want to create their dream life and, with that sometimes comes so much pressure like we put so much pressure on ourselves to do more and hustle and grind and work in you know ridiculous hours of the night and I mean I get it I've been there and I want to talk on something in a minute called strategic imbalance that I really love implementing but coming back to that pressure that we put on ourselves um what we don't want is to create a life that we want to vacate from. So we work and we grind and we've created our passion project and our businesses because we love it and it's fun, but don't run yourself into the ground where you begin to resent it and you don't want to do it anymore and it's not fun. And it's like, you know, because I know for me, like I I remember – When I was starting my business out, I had all these goals, like one of my main goals was to pay my credit card debt off and I wanted to buy a house and I wanted to be earning X amount of dollars a month and it was just all about, you know, work, work, work. It was very, you know, self-orientated. My goals were never revolved around having fun and having space and enjoying family time and friend time. And so what happens then is our goals become stale and then our business becomes just like a like you wake up and you're like, no, I don't want to play today. Yeah. <laughs> but if we set those boundaries up and we have those hedonistic items in our day and we work on our self-worth, like that takes time as well. I mean, my self-care three years ago was nowhere compared to what it is today, but that took a lot of work and being mindful of it and acknowledging that, wow, I actually don't put my self-worth up there. I've put everyone else before myself. So really working on that was a really awesome um, pivotal moment for me in my business and growth, I think. I I think self-worth equals net worth. Yeah, I totally
1: agree with that. And I think a big part – I want to make sure I say this right for you guys. So I honestly reckon it's it can make a massive difference in your business if you get your head around it. But making sure there's time in your day, whether it's a head, 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 he didn't stick <laughs> that word. I
0: love you. Something like on your
1: glad list or your joy list. Let's call it a
0: joy, joy, <laughs> to fill up your
1: cup. But something like your miracle morning. Let me like talk about. Our how oh my gosh my words are, are your, not working is your tongue like time <laughs> <Yeah>. today? <laughs> but something in your day when you're filling up your cup that gets you aligned with why you're doing what you're doing because that mm. way your days no matter how full they get and I try to use the word full instead of busy because I think it makes mm. it sound more abundant yeah um you you'll still feel aligned and inspired rather than feeling like you have to. And it becomes an intrinsic motivator rather than extrinsic. So you're not showing up and working because you have to. You're showing up because you want to or you get to. Mm-hmm. And so I think the only way to have bring that energy to your day is finding space in your day or making the space to realign with your goals and why they're your goals. Mm-hmm. So your day is an inspired day. Um, otherwise, it, I see there's a lot of girls who they set goals, but they don't revisit them regularly in – align themselves with their why and mm-hmm. really connect with that. So they might I'm like, what are you doing that for? I know I had this goal that I set three months ago. I'm like, well, when was the last time you, you revisited and really felt that? And yeah. you can visualize that because that's what's going to give you the passion, the excitement and inspiration to go through your day with having like fun and yeah. being playful about it and being excited fun. about it rather than dragging yeah. your feet through it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so I mentioned something earlier called strategic imbalance, which is definitely a concept that I've implemented into my now life of flow. I like to call it flow. I Flow to me feels like everything's working out right. Um, like for me, I see my like universal sign every now and then, or I'll see like 1111 11, or like triple numbers. And when I see that, I'm like, I'm in flow right now. I'm in a good space. And so I think what... Um, what I love about business is that we are the creators of our own momentum. I don't buy, I don't want to buy into like an economic downturn or like financial crisis and anything like that. I really do believe that we are the creators of our momentum. And so with that, I sometimes strategically have a bit of imbalance in my life and I will, you know, set my week out to work more than usual and maybe I do turn my phone off and I don't, you know, don't go to social gatherings, I don't watch Game of Thrones, I don't watch The Bachelor, like, you know, I purposely set a goal where I'm like, okay, this is going to take a little bit more of inspired action than usual Um, and I'm okay with that, like I intentionally say to myself, this week or this month or this quarter, I'm going to compromise X, Y, Z, to do this and I'm okay with that. And so that's strategic imbalance. And I recently did that um, when Maddie and I moved to Nicaragua. We purposely moved there for nine weeks because we had just been traveling around the world for eight months. And I felt like I had grasped a really cool flow in terms of boundaries and time and business and But I was ready to get to work. I was like, okay, I really want to create some momentum in my business. So Matt and I decided to go to Nicaragua, where it's like this developing world country. It's super cheap to live there. It's beautiful. It's by the ocean. There were waves for Matt. We got a really nice house. And I just said to Matt, for the next two months, I'm just like head down, bum up. I'm gonna be in action all day every day because I can and I want to. And I had weekends off and I, you know, turned my phone off on weekends. No one we know lives in Nicaragua, so I didn't have social commitments and I just got to work and then now I'm back here at home and I'm like, okay, it's time to flow again. And I think when you, when you really intentionally decide where to give flow um, and when to strategically have imbalance, that is true leadership, I think, when you can intentionally do that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree because I don't want people listening to this thinking that you're not going to have to make sacrifices on mm. the pursuit of what you want to create and you're always, I honestly don't think there's such a thing as a life-work balance. I don't.
0: Yeah, but balance. I think, balance. Yeah, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it
1: doesn't exist but what does exist is you being in control of your time mm-hmm. and so you work out what's a priority at one certain time and what you're willing to create or invest in, in regards to your time or energy or resources to create that and like it, there's going to be times where like, should I the strategic imbalance. Like I think about something I have to work on because I'm so good at my balance like at my time boundaries like Shen will back me up for this like <laughs> even with this podcast at the start I would refuse to touch it over a weekend like Shen's <laughs> like I'll send you the recording up for on a Sunday I'm like I don't work on Sundays I'm not doing it on a Sunday <laughs> but also in saying that because we have the flexibility to travel as much as we do like I've just we've just got back from USA and I'm going to Bali next week and so just I'm gonna be working this weekend because I've just realised like there's three weeks that I've not really mm-hmm. had the same hours. So understanding like you're saying, there's times where you have just gotta be like, well, this is what I'm willing to do. And if something, it's kind of like you can't gain something without taking away from a different area in anything. It's just it's just one of the universal laws. So being okay yeah. with where you're investing and where that's gonna take time away from. But like I said, if you are aware of your values and what's important to you, and you really put those big rocks in, whether they're personal values yeah. or business or personal recreational goals you're working on at the moment and just prioritizing your time around that yeah I love this episode I want you know I did want to touch on though for this episode I think women we're the worst not the worst at it but we're pretty bad at it is thinking that women have to do it all I know Mm. we're not in this space yet because we're not mums but I know yes I hear a lot of mums thinking like I've got to do whether it's a nine-to-five or a business and they come home and they're trying to juggle life and be a good wife and be a good mom and do the house and everything and they think that there's women on social media or because that's where they're comparing themselves to. They think that they're not mm. measuring up because they're not. How does this woman have dinner at this time on the table and her life looks amazing and she always looks so immaculate? And I think something I really want to touch on is that not all of us are doing it all. It's mm. okay to not do it all. It's actually okay to outsource some stuff. We're not yeah. doing it all by itself as much as you might think it's just us. Like, and it's something, because I am such a control freak, I'll admit it, relinquishing control over some parts of my business, realizing what my time was worth per hour Yeah. so I could outs- outsource things. So I did have some time for some white space. Mm-hmm, yeah. Not outsourcing because I didn't have the time, but outsourcing it because I wanted to do nothing. More time. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted more time. Like I could... Yeah. And it was just little things like at the start it was something just like cleaning getting it a cleaner yeah I remember this is something you did before me and you told me about it. I had this such guilt because I'm like but why I could be doing it it's only going to take me two hours like it's a Saturday morning but I'm like but that's two hours I could go sit at the beach and if I can afford yeah. it and that time I know what my per hour is worth or just little things like my social media engagement now or I'm just we've got a PA for certain things in the business Mm. it does get to a certain point in your business if you can afford to start thinking what is your time worth yeah and not because you don't have enough time with it
0: but because you want to create some more white space yeah that's so true i love that you brought that up that's really important and i think yeah going back to well what what is your time worth per hour if you're listening and you're thinking oh gosh what does that mean <laughs> what what is your hourly rate um whether you you know just have a job um, or you have a business, and you know what is what is your hour that you charge per hour? Maybe work that out, and then go and find someone who will do the washing, or the cleaning, or you know even you walk your dog. Or maybe not. I would love walking a dog if I had one, but that's just an example. <laughs> but just work
1: out stuff that you love. And yeah. What you don't.
0: Yeah. What don't you love? Like, you know what I want actually. Can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> tell me. I really want someone to come to my house like twice a week Yeah, and go and do my like, grocery shopping. But I want them to go and get like healthy groceries. I want to give them all the recipes from our online program. Yeah. <laughs> <The Emporium. laughs> and I want them to come and just cook me healthy vegan food. And then leave it in the fridge for me. And then I'm going to eat it. And then they're going to come back like three days later and cook another batch of food. And Because I freaking hate cooking. <laughs> I thought you guys to want somebody to come in and dress you every morning. And it's something you like you wanted <laughs> someone to do like your whole wardrobe.
1: i to something That is you.
0: something I want to do. If anyone ever wants to get me a gift, get me a stylist. I'm dying <laughs> to be styled <laughs> by someone. That's a future hedonistic thing that I'm definitely going to do. <laughs> and although we work. Were- well, I can talk for
1: me, myself. Although we work purely or mostly on social media, what one thing? My dream is for me to not have to pick up a phone or a computer. <laughs> Your dream. Right? I just yeah. want to create content and talk to people in person, hop on calls. I hate social media, and that's something. It's 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 funny that I work on social media, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tool and. That's definitely something I'm looking personally at outsourcing. Mm. Like thinking, of what takes your energy, and where are you at your best? Where are like chances where, where are you in flow? And um, um, I just know that my time is—I I
0: don't enjoy it. I really yeah. don't. I hate emails. Oh, I hate the word hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the word hate. But I—I I really dislike. Media, I do reword it. Yeah, I like really dislike emails too. And actually, I've got a little slogan at the bottom of my signature. I don't know if you've seen it, <laughs> yeah. but it says something like. Thank you for your patience. Email is not my primary source of it, um, communication. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to write that because I only check my emails once or twice a week now because, yeah, I get my PA to do the rest of it because I just really don't like
1: emails. So I hope listening to this podcast, guys, you've realized that you don't have to do it all. Like mm. you can outsource some stuff
0: mm-hmm. and
1: pay attention to what lights your fire and what you want to prioritize and what you're willing to have strategic imbalance over mm-hmm. and set some really good boundaries in place and maybe set up some cool like systems or like morning routines to
0: help you find that flow and honor, mm-hmm. honor your time. Yes. So important and protect your energy. The end of the day, I'm going to go back to that. Your net worth equals your self worth. And what that means is how much do you put yourself first? And you'll realize once you put yourself first, more often than not, you become in flow. And when you're in flow, you attract incredible abundance into your life. And that's what that means. So put yourself first, protect your time, your energy, be open to strategic imbalance. But um, yeah, just love yourself, guys, and stop being so hard on yourself. I think that's the message we wanted to get across today. Yeah, that's definitely their message. And that we love you. And thanks for coming and visiting us. We like that you
1: I don't think we haven't said a massive thank you for you guys in a while, have we? We haven't I was actually thinking today, just um I just really hope that you guys are getting value from our podcasts and it is helping you. Obviously it's it's a free service. We don't we're doing this because we really from the bottom of our hearts want to help you guys create mm. A life of health, wealth, and abundance where you are in flow and you are aligned with your values and your goals. So we're really hoping that you're getting that from our podcast. And thanks for supporting us and tuning in.
0: And thanks for sticking with us with really bad audio quality while I was traveling. And you guys, if you're loving the audio quality today, let us know. Give us a thumbs up on insti or maybe give us a five-star review on itunes it might be the <laughs> enough persuasion they need to keep her in the
1: country so she doesn't leave me again <laughs> i need her here for my hens party she can't leave me <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right guys we're gonna love you and leave you. we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time bye yeah. We hope you've loved today's episode of the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We're loving bringing you these episodes. Our mission really is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a veteran and you've been owning your own business for quite some time. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would absolutely love and appreciate for you to rate us and drop in some love on the iTunes app by giving us some feedback. We want to do something really exciting and we want to do a shout out of the week every week on our Instagram for anyone who reviews us. So Please make sure you leave us five sparkly stars and you give us your feedback, but don't forget to add your Instagram handle or website so that we can shout you out. You can follow us on Instagram at babes talking business, or you can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com. You can check out the Health Style Emporium online holistic health program, our beautiful sponsors over at www.thehsc.net. All of these links are available below in our podcast notes and on our website. Thanks for tuning in.